evening, everyone, and welcome to this evening's episode of Triggered. And I'm Zach Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Furman. And I'm coming to you live from the very depths of the Marianas Trench. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. It's uh, been a mostly peaceful night um, with uh, guns drawn on people in my neighborhood. Guns drawn, but mostly most, peaceful. Most, mostly peaceful, but the threat of death also. And it's life every day, buddy. Ever, yeah. No. So huh? sit back, pour yourself a nice glass of Jameson whiskey. Jameson, if you're looking for a sponsor, somebody, feel free to reach out to our media consultant. You can send them a DM on our Twitter account. Yeah. Was that a he's a bit He's a bit unreliable. Oh, I don't know. He's coming around. Is that a limerita I saw in your hand? But uh, it's a. I don't know about Brandon. I don't know. It's a it's a green can, green and white can. Delicious. It's, <laughs> what? It's something. <laughs> hey, it gets the job done. Uh, we have a t uh, uh, our our audience says that we should uh, adopt stage names. We could be like radio DJs. Hammer in the fun. Yeah. It's coming to you now. WMDB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. That sounds fun. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, suggest uh, okay. yeah. in the comments below. Suggest our new stage names that we can adopt for oh, aliases yes. for next time. <laughs> All right, but what? No, go ahead. What? I don't want to cut you off. DJ McDJ face. Uh, oh, now you got it. We can have Bodie yeah. McBoat face on as a guest. <laughs> it's just a boat. They'd be like, so boat, how has your career been serving the fine people of Great Britain? And it just goes, whoa. All right, let's get into it. Coming to you first in the night, we've got the Scanner Scanner Radio with their hot uh, on the topic. Who needs a soundboard? That's what I'm saying. Hot <laughs> with the with the news coming to you as soon as it happens. Earlier, the Quincy Police Department was out on North Six with a male that was fighting off the lamp. QPD requested <laughs> EMS. EMS had to transport the subject to the ER. He's, fight, he's fighting with a lamp? Yeah, not much of a fighter. He was hospitalized by a lamp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably the genie inside of it. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I imagined it was like a street lamp. But we don't have all of the details here. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, probably. That would crush you. Well, I don't know. You'd have to like, take it down. I just thought it was hilarious. There wasn't much on the scanner in the last few days other than the news that happened in your block. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, people crazy. People be crazy all the time. Not the least of which are people that love the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I think we were talking about the Powerpuff yeah. Girls the other day. Maybe. In I heard. I know that right afterwards. Uh, I, I do remember. I'm not sure if it was on a show or not, but I do remember. Shortly after uh, the, <laughs> we were talking about it that they announced that I believe it's a CW is going to have a live action Powerpuff Girls. That's exactly right. And in, in our continuing coverage of uh, new media ruining our childhoods and things that people love from the past, they're going to create a live action Powerpuff Girls. Dark and gritty. Yeah. They're in their 20s and they're yep. jaded, having lost their childhoods to crime fighting. Yeah. And again, I don't know. who's this for? I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> just, I bet you, I bet you there's a, uh, a lot of educational material out there about, uh, you know, deferred childhood and childhood trauma, uh, you could probably just pick up a book and read about it. No. You need to put it on drama and use your childhood friends that you had on the TV to tell you about how terrible their lives are. Don't try... It ruins the thing. Don't try... It ruins it. The whole point... Don't, no, no. The whole point is, oh, it's a fun thing. Here's three superhero girls and or beating up a monkey with a brain coming out of his head or whatever. And uh, then it's like, oh, it's fun. It's cartoon, whatever. They even beat up like amoebas or something, I think. The gang, Green Gang, right? Yeah. It was yeah. a fun show. I actually and, enjoyed uh, it a lot. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it in, you know, since I was a child, but. I remember it was okay. I mean, I think the same creators did like Dexter's Laboratory and stuff. It was okay. It was fine to watch. And now it's just like, it's just like taking a dump on your childhood creation, like the creations that inspired your childhood. I don't know. Uh, is there anything going to be fun and exciting and happy out of it? No. You can tell right by the, uh, the description there. It's talking about their lost childhood. Yeah. It's not even like a fun lost childhood type deal. Well, no, I guess I was going to say Peter Pan, but that's not quite it. The Lost Boys. Everybody was chomping but, at the bit to have a disenfranchised 20-something Powerpuff Girls reboot, Adam. <laughs> you can't see the writing on the wall. Marketing genius. Never heard of that before. Never heard of that before. Well, everybody was talking about it. This Dark uh, Pretty. This this uh, post alone had three uh, and a half thousand retweets and comments. So yeah, you should, you should oh, see I know. Oh, let's see. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who do we cast for these roles if they get to appear? <laughs> that looks terrifying. Oh my god! I think that that's what they should do. They should just reboot the show, but it follows these three characters. <laughs> oh, what's the, what's the one with the red? I forgot. I forgot their names. We got uh, Bubbles. Blossom, Bubbles, I know. Or no, Buttercup. Bl Buttercup and, and Bubbles, I knew. Baby, 
lady spice, ginger spice, and buttercup spice. <laughs> oh, don't forget her. Are we gonna get to play oh this? Oh my god! What is that? I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, here we go. Steve Buscemi is Blossom. Chris Hemsworth is Bubbles, and Terry Crews is Buttercup. I oh, see that. yes. I'd watch that show every day. <laughs> I would. Yeah, but that's the. That's the. <laughs> that I would. I would actually watch that, but that's not. That'd be like a whole different like setting and mood, right? It'd be. It'd be like a, it'd be a comedy. It wouldn't be like a, a dark and gritty rendition. It follows Dad, this. why did you, <laughs> why did you create us in a lab for us to just do things for other people and save them? Now, in this reboot, uh, Professor Utonium died of cancer from all of his experiments. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you for real? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That sounds, that sounds on par. In my version, it's we follow these guys, and the Powerpuff Girls are just <laughs> side characters in the episodes. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, even in, in my version, the gang Green Gang is actually the protagonist, and the uh, the girls are actually the villains. Uh, they're the worst. I like where you're going with Jaded. That. They, they, they turn out to be actually evil. Yeah. And so, now they're the, the, your childhood heroes are the worst. I mean, what even is the hero? Would they even be heroes? You know, Adam, would Jesus even be a Christian if he came back today? Oh, my goodness. Coming, uh, I, yeah, coming to you live from Galaxy Brain Twitter. We've got this fine individual. <laughs> uh, it all arrived when apparently uh, certain people were perturbed, I'll say, because there was some... I don't know. Allusions to Christ himself <laughs> at the Republican National Convention that made this Jewish lady uncomfortable. And then this other one chimed in. I think they really believe if Jesus came back, he'd be a Christian. It's mind-blowing to me. I don't even know where to begin unpacking that. I don't know. I don't understand. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, if, 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 uh, oh, I, well, I don't know. I don't know what bad words to say on YouTube. No, uh, no, this is uh, PG. Uh, so keep the swears to a minimum here. I was going to swear. <laughs> uh, let's see. It'd be like, oh, if Richard Dawkins came back, he would, you know, oh, he'd be Buddhist. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. And this is what I said. I said, well, Jesus wouldn't be Christian, obviously. He would be the Lord. Yeah, but he uh, he is the head of the church, and the church is Christian. So, ergo, he is Christian. Can you worship yourself like that? Uh, 
Oh, this works. See. He 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 worshipped in the temple, and he is God, and he worshipped, even though he talked about his father. So not trying to get into too <laughs> parsing out the persons of the Trinity, but uh, in one sense, yes. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that the Lord might transcend uh, religious titles and nomenclature. Like those people that say and try to debate whether or not when he was uh, on earth last time, if he was Jewish. And back then, even, yeah. I would say that, well, if he was raised in the Jewish tradition, but again, he was the Lord. So, it's not, yeah, well, he's not exactly right. Jewish. I he mean, is the, you know, God himself. Well, right. Well, you got to, you know, well, you know, you got to define your terms and what are you talking about and whatnot. Jewish, well, I mean, he's Israelite. You want to talk about, like, ethnic Jew. Was he under the law? Yes, and he fulfilled the law. He's head of the church also. Right. But I think so, it's the same thing to say that, let's say the man that Jesus was and is, while he walked the earth, and we wanted to describe his earthly human characteristics, we might say things like he was a carpenter, and he was Jewish, etc., etc. But, yeah. as implied in that uh, very thoughtful tweet, I don't know that if we're saying that the faith and religious belief of God himself is Judaism or is Christianity, Right. I well, don't know and, that and you, you can know, even conceive of the mind of God and, <laughs> you know, om omniscience and knowing all things and what that even means. And right. they're trying to, well, like, exact. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, no, and, you know, <laughs> you've, uh, you, we, we've just proved, we put more than, you know, two seconds thought into this, and it's, uh, we're trying to make it maybe... <laughs> Either of the options that we are describing, they hadn't even thought about. Uh, it's pretty self-evident that that's the, that's the case there. We don't know. The only thing we know is that her mind was literally blown by the fact that someone might say that Jesus is Christian. So she might have thought, all along the same lines we are. I would go out on a limb and say that she had this exact conversation in her mind and said, oh, oh these silly people think that Jesus Christ would be Christian. <laughs> No, when when he, she was, he there's no way himself. she thought that. <laughs> I don't know. We'll never know. It's Schrodinger's internet comment. It's <laughs> Schrodinger's Christ. Yeah. Uh, do we have? Uh, do you have any comments about that? Uh. <laughs> let's see what we got here in the comment thread. Would he wear one of those little caps? Would would Jesus wear a yarmulke? Oh, a yarmulke! I don't know what a little cap is. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do they go like a Shriner? I don't know if Jesus would be a Shriner. <laughs> uh, probably not. He'd be busy. I don't think that he'd have time to drive those cars. In the uh, uh, Zachary, uh, we know that Jesus would definitely wear a MAGA hat. 
Oh, I can tell you that. He'd vote Republican today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know, um. <laughs> I think I'm done voting when Jesus comes back. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm right. going to have other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with all of the uh, lakes of fire and multi-handed beasts and things that are going to be arriving. I'll yeah, there's be, only one lake of fire. I'll be preoccupied. You just got to watch out for it. <laughs> oh, speaking of people who deserve a lake of fire. Oh. <laughs> oh. Fuzzy, get on the horn. We're, we're going to be picking on your guy again. Old Rod Blagojevich was in the news today. He blames his... <laughs> Fuzzy. <laughs> he blames his conviction on the persecution of corrupt prosecutors throwing him in prison. <laughs> he goes on to, at this, uh, this charity dinner he was at, laments... He goes on to tirade saying, ah, I didn't cross a single line. I didn't break a single law. I didn't take a penny. I was very careful with my campaign money. I never promised anything in exchange for a campaign contribution. I never threatened anybody in exchange for a campaign contribution. I went to prison without yeah, that <laughs> necessary quid pro quo. That is required by law. Uh, yeah, uh, do you have, I distinctly remember reading the affidavit back in, I don't know, 08 or 09 or whatever, when, whenever he was arrested by the feds. And uh, the transcript of the phone conversations read like the Godfather. It was just, it was great. It was great. Plus they, uh, <laughs> I mean, Oh, I guess there was no actual <laughs> crime being committed at that point. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think Where there was he crimes was being committed to long before any of that happened. <laughs> dear, our dear leader, uh, our current leader here, J.B. Prisker. <laughs> it really makes me sick to my stomach that Rod Blagojevich is out of prison. And it makes me even sicker to my stomach that he's back in my face. Going to fundraisers <laughs> and talking to the... Ugh, I just want him to go away forever. This is his horrible man. <laughs> I recommend anybody. Maybe we should get, get him on as a guest. <laughs> I mean, anybody that wants to. <laughs> I, uh, you need to go out and read some of this trash he did. And they didn't get him for half the stuff he was doing. But he was no. shaking down children's hospitals for campaign contributions. <laughs> and I looked this up today. Oh my gosh, what a piece of trash. Oh, it was it was to he wouldn't help them advance legislation that would help sick kids get affordable medical treatment until the hospital gave his campaign This is this. This is why they we used to build gallows for guys like him. 
I tell you, I... <laughs> Extort a children's hospital? Uh, hanged. Hanged. Well, I mean, they were pretty hang-happy back in the day. You didn't have to do much. Right. I think that he's a he's well-deserving of being strung up a little. Ah. And that's not even half of it. I, I heard all sorts of uh, unconfirmed stories, and I don't want to spread rumors and slander. Well, you don't have to slander. Uh, just, you know, I write fiction, Zachary, and so I'd like to <laughs> ponder you. Uh, maybe you could come up with, like, a plot for a corrupt governor. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, here, a, a, a young gentleman was working in this state's great capital. Okay, follow In, in government. Ooh. And uh, he was often regaled with tales of the uh, politics of this great state of Illinois. And these tales would include such things as people would have to send uh, kickbacks and bribes to high-ranking political officials. But... Oh, to be clever, because you know you don't want to get caught like those silly Republicans or Democrats in the state for tax evasion. You got to be smart about how you get your bribes. So instead of just having them pay the money to them, they would route it through their kids' birthday parties. They would demand uh. birthday gifts and cash to their own kids in exchange for political favors. Makes makes a guy just want to burn it all down to the ground. <laughs> makes a guy want to want a riot. Oh, you tell you what? No, you don't want a riot. Rioting's bad. <laughs> no, you, you you don't want a riot. It's illegal. But uh, you know, if you're angry in your heart. You gotta let it out somehow. Sometimes you yes. go burn down a city in America. <laughs> Some, sometimes you start a podcast with your good friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important. <laughs> no matter how angry you are, that you try not to lose your head about things. Try to keep, like, the facts, the objective facts in check. Uh, prominent uh, conservative commentator, Larry Elder, oh, no. put out a tweet, and it just said, Stats from the Bureau of Justice. Interracial violent victimizations, excluding homicide, between blacks and whites, 2018. <laughs> It says the total victimizations was 593,598. Excluding homicides, there was over half a million victimizations between two racial groups. And then it goes on to discuss, like, I, I don't know. So you have this statistic that exists as elucidated by this popular commentator. And, you know, okay, so this is a fact. Interesting. Uh, people launch into trying to dissect now 
from posting this fax, what his motivations might have been. I mean, you don't know. I could make all kinds of guesses. No. Maybe he was writing an article related to the the uh, uproarious nature of our commentary these days and the things that have been, uh, you know, kicking it off. And he found this interesting statistic and wanted to share it with his followers. Or yeah, maybe, maybe he wanted to stoke a race riot because he wanted to draw attention to the fact that more people of this race were victimized by that race than the other way around. I don't know. But a lot of people seem to think that they knew what it was. And I said, you guys are mentally ill. <laughs> this, this all exists in your head, you idiots. Take a break. Yeah. You need to take a breath. You need to sit back for a second and say, where did I go wrong with my life? But they can't. No, go outside, get some sunshine, breathe in the pollen, get some itchy eyes. Yeah. Go next, take a Zyrtec. Next thing you know, you're going to get cancer from Zyrtec. <laughs> Did you see that? It's the, the round, oh no, what? I was going to uh, use a roundup joke, roundup weeds, or whatever, roundup weed killer joke, but. It might have been Zantac, anyway. But it's probably Zantac. It was. Uh, but then I found this, and then it all became clear to me. That this is a strongly held belief in a lot of circles. And I don't think it's just applied to one side or the other. So take this and chew it around a little. And try to realize that this is the heart of mental illness. And you guys need to get some help. Conservatives or Democrats only speak in code. It's all doublespeak because their entire plan is predicated on Trojan horsing the awful things that they want through inside of misleading rhetoric to a public that may not otherwise be as receptive as they need them to be. Is that, does it, wait, I can't read that. Does it really say Trojan horsing? Yes. It oh, does. It's the, tro the Trojan horse pill. <laughs> These people, they think that Everybody who disagrees with them is uh, dog whistling and Trojan horsing, to use the turn of phrase coined by that uh, galaxy brain individual. So, sounds disgusting, <laughs> actually. Their nefarious intent <laughs> to sneak one past credulous Americans that are willing to believe the, the things they say on their face. It's not just sneaking one, Zach. It's not just sneaking one past. It's sneaking one inside. It's Trojan horse. It comes inside your land. Let's see what the comments have to say. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh. Well, Fuzzy Clark was on D. Trump Apprentice. I didn't know that he was on that. I knew Rob. Who was on what? On The Apprentice. Fuzzy Clark's in chat saying that he was on The Apprentice. Fuzzy Clark? He was on The Apprentice? That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I don't remember seeing that episode. So, I don't... Wait. <laughs> what? The, 
Fuzzy Clark was on the That's <laughs> Apprentice. That's what it says. It says I was on D Trump Apprentice. We have somebody who was on the Apprentice in our chat right now. I'm forced to believe it's true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So these people are flipping. I do not believe that. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I, I, you know, like I just got done saying, I've got no reason to disbelieve him. So what am I going to say? Try to guess, <laughs> see if he's telling me lies. He said Rod. Okay. I thought he might have been talking about Bogoyevich. But he said, but he said I was on the Apprentice. He says I was on D Trump Apprentice. Okay. <laughs> See, I knew that Rod was on the, the Apprentice. I never watched that show. At all. Maybe, maybe, maybe Fuzzy Clark identifies as Rod Blagojevich. Well, now you're talking. Uh, yeah. One of our old law school chums, in order to distract himself from the insanity surrounding us every day, periodically posts these strange hypotheticals. And one of them today was, if you could kill somebody and then take their place and assume their life, who would it be, and how likely would you be to succeed? Sounds awful. It was a little dark. <laughs> yeah. I said, <laughs> <It's like laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> highly likely. I said, uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> But I said, chances are low. I've seen him with his shirt off riding that horse. <laughs> and I think he used to be KGB. Yeah. I think he might have some hand-to-hand -hand yeah. skills. Maybe. But I'm a lot younger. I'll wait till he's a little older. But it would defeat the purpose. He's at, like, the height of his power yet. That's the attraction to me. How? No, he's like 60, isn't he? I don't know. He doesn't look that old. Somebody, <laughs> somebody in chat, look it up. How old is Vladimir Putin? We'll see if they, they come, can come up with it. <laughs> it's just, it's, let's see if our research guy got gets on and tells us. <sighs> yeah, anyway, you gotta watch out. I'm saying these. Uh, these people, and I don't know what it is exactly, but they're unwilling, and to the point of saying that it's a grand conspiracy, that the narratives and the stories told by the other side uh, are these Trojan horses that are trying to get inside. And, there you go. and lay all their little Trojan horse eggs, eggs. capitalism yes. or free markets inside the government. But then they say, but obviously our narratives aren't. That's just the truth. Absolutely. And you I can't trust Marxists. I said to myself, I'm like, hey, hey, remember that idea you had? You just said it, that these narratives are likely lies. Trojan horses in order to try to control people that they're fed to. And then you, you, you tripped over your own self, fell into a dang tiger trap, and impaled yourself on bungo sticks because you didn't see 
that they were doing it to you from both sides. They're Trojan horsing you from both sides. <laughs> both of <laughs> Yeah. What? Playing Odysseus everywhere. Oh. Terrible. Watch out for the sirens. Oh, but, yeah. Achilles. Odysseus, Achilles, I don't know. Oh, Achilles and all of his men, their bright spears in the sunlight. <laughs> I was reading Homer aloud to myself. So let's try to do sometimes. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I read uh, I, I read uh, Paradise Lost to the to the boys till they fell asleep. So I was just doing, Milton, I mean, I was cleaning out my bedside table and I, I was like, ah, oh, the Iliad. And I started reading it, and uh, I have a thing. Uh, those epic poems were made to be read aloud to a large group of people. So I don't like yeah. to, I, I, I think it's wrong just to like read them in your head quietly while you lay in bed or whatever. So I was reading <laughs> the Iliad in my room, and Allison came in, and I didn't notice, and she was standing there for a minute. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, well, yep. I'm I've like, been Trojan horse. I'm like, well, if you don't know, I, you know, I don't know if it, me explaining to you why I have to read it aloud would make sense. But I tried, and I said, well, these epic poems were passed down in an oral tradition. They're intended to be read aloud. <sighs> she didn't get it. And here's something. I mean, that, even. What? Even Shakespeare, you'd have to read that aloud, too. Yeah, exactly. You're supposed to. They're plays. I mean, you can read the sonnets, I guess, in your head, but really you should probably be telling those to a lover. <laughs> Stand in front of the mirror. And... <laughs> no, my lover doesn't like me just to stand there and recite sonnets to her. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm tired. Leave me alone. Oh, the romance is gone. <laughs> but I tell you what, there's one thing that I just, I just don't get, and that has to do with this business that has happened up north. Canada. Oh, a little south of that. A little Kenosha, Wisconsin action, and a recent uh, shooting. That took place at this uh, in that city, involving <laughs> which shooting? It was a young man who had traveled there and had uh, shot some folks, and we don't know the story. I recommend anybody though, if you're curious about learning more about this and what happened, the New York Times. Funnily enough. New York Times itself did a wonderful job, actually. Not even sarcastic. They did a great job breaking down uh, yes. what the timeline and the events and how they took place. And they, they like, dug through all of the different accounts, video clips to create a timeline and documentation of what occurred when following uh, young Kyle Rittenhouse and his escapade 
in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, it was it was objective news. It was this is these are the facts as we know them. Yeah, they did a great they like went to great pains to carefully document what happened based on the information available and then present it with without bias or narrative. And it was wonderful. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what news used to be. Uh, <laughs> Look for the horseman. World's ending. But a debate got started from this uh, event. People on the internet didn't seem to understand what self-defense is or what justifiable use of force is. And so we have people mm. like this fine Twitter user, Comrade Waluigi. Ah, oh, jeez. Already. <laughs> he says, Seriously, someone was killed after a shooter opened fire, and all you do is make fun of someone for saying, Call the police. Go after yourselves. All of you would think this is a joke. And then someone replied, the left is finally learning what consequences are. And this guy <laughs> replies, So people deserve to die for looting? In danger quotes. And I said, deserve to die? Alright. I'm not going to agree with that. I don't think you deserve to die for looting. At the hands right. of street vigilantes. I think you deserve to die for looting after you've been convicted of a jury of your peers. And then you're hung on the public gallows that we've all built. They used to do that all the time. Everything. All the time. Every crime was basically it, punished by hanging. I I used to, I had, a, it was a boring, very boring class, but it was eye-opening to, I had to read about American law or something before 1820 or some something and like, it was this book. It was all, <laughs> it was all about the public display of hanging. Basically, that was <laughs> that was it. It was like there's there was these punishments, and basically you were hanged, and everyone saw it, and it was a deterrent because everyone came out. It was kind of like entertainment on one hand. Um, I mean, I don't know. You see it in the old westerns too. But uh, yeah, you got hanged for a lot of stuff. Right. So, deserve to die, uh, you know, I don't know about that, but <laughs> execution is a just punishment for those crimes. I would agree. And now here's the other thing. What they're trying to say, is, as far as I can cipher it out, is that because they got killed uh, in a looting situation by a person Let's assume he was defending himself or some property from being destroyed by looters. That that killing meant, and people that said that that killing was a justified homicide, that means that people that say that think that you deserve to die for looting. And so it just struck me that people don't seem to understand the basics of what uh, justified uses of force are that are legally permitted. And so I thought that we might discuss that a little bit today. 
I don't know anything much about Wisconsin, though, so you guys might have to look that up on your own. And as a disclaimer, yeah. while we're lawyers, this is not legal advice. If you're going to defend yourself, you need to go talk to somebody else, not listen to this nonsense. <laughs> That's absolutely true. <laughs> but my basic understanding is this. If somebody is trying to do a crime against you or against somebody else or against your property or some other kind of property that you have some interest in defending, that you can then use force to prevent that person from committing the crime. And you must use force that is limited and sufficient to terminate the action that you're trying to stop, the unlawful action of the other person. So for example, if I saw a kid skateboarding on my driveway, I could say, kid, get off my driveway, and I could trip him, and then escort him off my lawn. And that would be fine. My use of force, which could otherwise be considered a battery or an unconsented to touching of the individual, would be justified under the circumstances because I was using it to prevent this person from committing a crime against Wait, wait, wait. What? But, Zach, what if, instead of just tripping him, what if the previous night, you know that this hippie scumbag skater is going to come around skating in your driveway or whatever so what you can what you do is you set a spring-loaded shotgun and a tripwire with the tripwire in your driveway so when he rolls over it runs in he gets blasted and his leg goes flying how about that well i mean in my america obviously that would be fine <laughs> In real life, you'd be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Not just right, you, could, you could you could trip him, but you can't shoot him in the leg. Right, and that would go back to the proportionality of the response. You can't. Oh, okay. Right. So, if what someone if you stab him? same thing, because you would be using potentially deadly force to stop conduct that doesn't warrant deadly force to terminate it. That would be an unjustified use of force, and if you killed them, you'd be a murderer. You might get second degree what? or something because of mitigating factors. So maybe not first degree murder, unlike poor Kyle Rittenhouse, who got charged with that for his uh, his use of his rifle. But Yeah, I was gonna ask, what if what if the skater in your driveway actually when you tell him, hey, get off my lawn, what if he says, I've got a gun, I can be here? If he just says he has a gun? If he says it, yeah. Well, I don't know. If I just said I have a gun, I don't know if that would be enough to warrant deadly force. Still, same what if thing, he, proportionality. What if, he comes, what if he comes after you with that skateboard and says, I'm going to kill you? With a skateboard, he's wielding it as a club, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's a good analogy. A club, a bludgeon weapon. Well, now we can get it. There are special rules. There are special rules that exist for when you can use 
deadly force in order to stop somebody from doing the bad thing. And it's based on what the bad thing they're doing is. And it's this in Illinois. I don't know what your state is, wherever you are. Uh, I'm in the Mariana Trench, I think. <laughs> right. In Illinois, I don't know. The, I, yeah, the law, there's no law down here at the very bottom of the, of the ocean. <laughs> but in the great state of Illinois, if somebody is trying to commit a felony against you or against somebody else or trying to enter your home to commit a felony, then you can kill them. That's any felony. You could literally kill him for doing a... Kill him? Yeah. Doing a burglary. Dead. Justified. It's not even a question. It's not about... He says, I'm going to come in here and... I'm going to come in there and steal your computer, which is valued at over $1,000. Yeah. Dead. And he starts going in there. Justified. You shoot him? Yeah. Stab him. Do whatever. You can, you can kill that guy. That's a justified use of force. There's interesting rules when it uh, comes to forcible felonies, what that means uh, in the context where deadly force can be used to prevent those from being committed. But basically, anytime someone uh, does tries to do a felony in your home or commit a forcible felony against a person, then that is a incident where you can use lethal force to stop them. So, for example, if I was in Chicago and I was going shop to shop, eating at all the different portillos they have up there or whatever. Yes, that sounds good. <laughs> and all of a sudden a protest came at me. Oh, out of nowhere a protest arrived. A wild protest came out of the bushes. <laughs> you, yeah. It has 150 HP. Yeah. And they saw my American flag bandana and they said, oh my gosh, it's one of those one of those MAGA guys. He's got an American flag bandana. Only people who love America are, are Republican. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> yeah. they're gonna Trojan horse me. Oh my gosh. No, listen to him. He's going to try to Trojan horse you with his sly rhetoric. If they came up to me and they tried to put their hands on me at all, I'm on the street. This is a public way. That's a battery. Battery on a public way is a forcible felony. And a forcible felony can be addressed with deadly force. So, if I couldn't get away, maybe they were surrounding me, and some guy came up and tried to touch me or grab my jacket, I could pull a gun and kill him right there, and it would not be murder. It would be justified killing. So let's say that Kyle Rittenhouse was in Chicago instead of the great state of Wisconsin. And let's, I don't know, because you know, there's a bunch of messy facts and you don't really know what's happening. But let's say that he was just in the street and all of a sudden he was being chased down by a guy with a skateboard and a guy carrying a Glock 45. 
and a and a guy and a guy <laughs> about to launch a Molotov cocktail. I don't know. There was, it was I don't know. I don't think it was a Molotov cocktail. But I left that guy out on purpose because I don't know what happened. And in the New York Times timeline, there was gunshots and stuff before that first guy got shot. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so if I am Kyle and I'm in the middle of the street in Chicago and a guy's running at me and they have a skateboard or anything and they try to attack me and jump on me, then I'm perfectly within my rights to murder them in the street. And it's not well a crime. It's not murder. You you have the right to kill them. It's murder. It's not you kill it. That's murder. just the word. You you kill a person. No. It's murder. No, you're, you're, no it's not. justifiable no. use of deadly force to, it was, to shoot right. them. It's justified. Head. It's a justified killing. Murder is murder is something else. Yeah. But so, okay. So then, if you are, let's just go with this hypothetical then. So you're. Someone's about, someone is battering you in the streets of Chicago. You pull out your gun and you uh, you John Wick them. Do uh, so? Are you then charged with murder? You could be. Or uh, I mean, like, what's the procedure with that? I mean, it all depends like, oh. on the prosecutor. And the police, but they can certainly uh, charge you. Uh, justify well, justification is a defense. I say the prosecutor is, uh, <laughs> is, is, is juicy spolier. Oh wait, yeah, just kidding. You're you're getting charged. It's uh, <laughs> correct. You're, you are getting charged. Your claim then is that while I did kill it, maybe I don't know, because you could always you can argue all, all sorts of things. They don't have enough evidence to show that you even killed or shot the guy or whatever. You could say that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle had a nice tough time. They had him on camera every which way about shooting those dudes. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yes, you would say that, I yes, I did shoot them, in fact, but it was justified. It was justified use of force because they were committing a forcible felony against me at the time and then other things. There's uh, initial aggression theory where right. if you were the one that started the fight, uh, then you can't use deadly force against somebody who's defending themselves against you. So if right. I attacked you on the street with my skateboard and then you pulled a knife to defend yourself uh, and then I pulled a gun and shot you dead, then that's murder. And there's no justified use of force. But right. it's tricky. Because I pull my skateboard, you pull a knife, I start running away. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, he's got a knife. All I have is this piece of wood. These fancy trucks. My new bearings on it. go super fast. But I ran away yeah. as fast as I could. But you started chasing me after the fight had ended and you were no longer in danger. And you caught up to me, and you're like, cut me up with this knife. I can pull my gun out and shoot you. And that would be justified again. And you would be the would have become the aggressor because the initial uh, aggression had terminated. And then you reinstigated it. Right. Best case scenario for everybody involved and all you kids out there listening. <laughs> don't. 
Don't fight people in the street. No, don't do it. Run away if someone tries to hurt you. If someone's trying to hurt somebody else, I'll tell you to do what you think is right. But I'm going to tell you what to do other than that. And I hope this helps people out there understand. Make sure. Yeah, I, I, that's all. Well, that's my other question for you, Zach. Is is this like, is this secret knowledge that you have, or is this like available to learn somewhere about justified use of force? Oh man! You mentioned that people don't like that guy. It's it's everywhere that <laughs> oh, people you, are claiming that you can't. You can only use force if someone's about to kill you. Yeah, no, these people are idiots. I can just Google it. You can get a general idea about anything. Uh, but if you want to read the specific laws, that's easy enough, too. They're all available publicly on the Internet. All you got to do is type hmm. it. Self-defense, Illinois. All the rules will come up. There'll be several people commenting on it. You might have a tough time if you Google self-defense Wisconsin right now because there's about... 10,000 think pieces out there by internet geniuses talking about how it's supposed to go. But, it, no, it is not secret. These, these people are just dumb. Or what they're saying is that it shouldn't be that way, let's say. Yeah. Which was mostly yeah, what I was, uh, I, was, I was getting from a lot of those guys. It's just property. We're just burning businesses, and cars, and police stations, breaking windows, hospitals, Ronald McDonald houses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looting the Ronald McDonald house. Mm. Yeah, but uh, so yes, you just just you know leave town or whatever, and, and then don't worry about it. Not to mention that guy they pulled out of his car and beat him to death the other day. The video of those shopkeepers begging the protesters. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call these guys protesters. Begging the looters no, they're, not to they're their business. And they beat him and his wife in the street. Yeah. And I say to myself, I say... If you think that these people should just lay down and let you do this to them, then let me come to your house. You can DM your address, your personal residence, right there to the Trigger Media account, and Adam and I will uh, take a road trip and they'll come to visit you. Yeah, bring a gift basket. Yeah, but we'll have lots of candy. Well, and we'll see. Well, we'll be because while, while you might be angry you're not the only one that's angry and when it devolves into violence it turns uh, into a thing that isn't good for anybody involved because if you guys are worried about young Kyle Rittenhouse 17 years old going up to think he's doing a good thing to help protect people and he kills three people because he thinks they're trying to hurt him. You don't know what's going to happen to you when people actually start <laughs> taking revenge 
for what you're doing to them. Oh. And without the cops there to stop them, it's just going to be a bloodbath. Nobody wants that. Stop. Just stop. No. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a threshold where the cops can't actually act. They have to triage. What, and it's not even a correct word. They've got to prioritize what they're going to be doing. And it gets, it'll get to a point where basically they'll just go home and protect their family. Right. That's the that's, thing. That's his job. And that's the other thing. <laughs> People don't seem to understand cops at all. No, absolutely not. The, the cops, their number one priority is not to die. <laughs> they don't want to get murdered by some methed out crazy guy who was driving 95 in a 25 school zone and they had to pull him over and see what's yep. going on. Right. And so their training requires them to do certain things and it, and it requires them to be alert for situations where they're going to get murdered. And, and it's all about control and, and these other sorts of things. And then you have other situations on the fringe. But it, if a cop uh, thinks that you could possibly do something that could murder them and you're in the I'm going to get murdered zone. They're going to be a little trigger happy with you, and you're probably going to get shot if you start making quick movements, like toward your automobile or all sorts of stuff. Yeah, hidden hidden compartments or, or maybe perceived compartments, pockets. I don't know. There's a. Then we have we had something like that in, here in town. Uh, was it last year? Two years ago? I don't remember that. I'm not saying you're not going to get killed otherwise, because some people right. are just like that happens too. Sugar happy and weird. But yeah. if you're in the cop thinks he's going to get murdered zone, you're on the peak of being killed. Any false move right now is going to get you shot dead. Watch out. And uh, as much as uh, cops are trained about this, to the extent that this is the situation, people need to be aware that this is the situation. Uh, a cop pulls you over and he sees you fiddling around under your seat or in your glove box for something as he's getting ready to come walk up to your window. He thinks he might be finding a weapon to kill it. And so he's going to be on alert. His gun is probably unhooked, maybe even unholstered. And you make a fast move, you're getting shot. That's the way it's going to be. Because that cop's first priority is getting home alive to his family. And they're trained about uh, all these situations wherein the you're going to get murdered zone exists and how to avoid that. And I think we, I think we were talking about this. Uh, there are bad cops out there that uh, use this fact that this zone exists as cover because they're basically yeah. justified in murdering you. If you get into the I could die zone and then you start making fast moves. Right. If the cop shoots you, that's not a crime from the cop. That's what's what his training has told him to do. Now, whether or not the training is right or whatever, whatever, you can go down that rabbit hole forever, maybe right, you change right, that right, stuff. Right. 
We're talking is, not oughts here. But you get into the the idea that the I can get killed zone exists and now a cop wants to kill you because whatever reason. They don't like the way you looked at him. I think one guy, I believe I heard a story, uh, refused to put out a cigarette when he got pulled over by a police officer, challenged the authority of the cop. Couldn't have that. Decided to do some murdering. Uh, that they can, they have ways of doing that in that penumbra that exists because of the way the system is structured, with uh, police training and use of force rules. So, uh, for people that say that guy didn't deserve to die for a warrant or a traffic stop or for reaching into his car, correct. Just like looters didn't deserve to die. Now, this doesn't change the fact that they legally can be killed in that situation. That's what the law says. Right. Was no crimes were committed. This was justified use of force in order to prevent whatever was happening. Exactly. And and an important point here is that uh, a lot of the stuff was preventable. What stuff? I didn't talk about any specific What are you talking about? But you said reaching into cars. Yeah, to get his driver's license or whatever. I don't know. It was a hypothetical. Yeah, quick movements. Yeah. Don't do that. That's what you said. Exactly correct. People don't know, or they do know, and they don't yeah. care for whatever reason, and they don't think they're going to get shot. And I'm like, every time that you get an encounter with a police officer, Assume that they're going to shoot you dead. And then act that way the entire time. Yeah, really weird them out. Yeah, like, hello, officer, how are you? <laughs> yes, my driver's license. <laughs> it's right here. And then you pull it is it. in my back pocket. Yeah, no. See, like, can I get out and, like, you can just take it because I don't want to get shot. <laughs> this would be an appropriate action, I would think. As, as, have you ever done that? No, I. Uh, I'm not very. Good. I went to I went to church with my cops. <laughs> well, basically, <laughs> right. that's true. The I think the police chief. Uh, I think yeah. he's still the police chief in my name. Went to my church. But you should like keep your driver's license and your insurance card, anything the cop might need, in some place that you don't have to reach into a concealed place to grab. So they say put it yeah. in your sun visor or whatever. I've never heard that before. Yeah, and then you can just fold it I down heard. and pull it up. And then it, you're not grabbing heard, knives and guns. Keep it in your glove compartment where you also keep your right atop, <laughs> loaded firearm. Right atop your loaded gun. <laughs> Oh, I got this gun here. Let me just reach here and grab the shot, Dad. You don't even have to do that. That was that, that Philando Castile case. <laughs> yeah, that's messed uh, up. Officer, I just wanted to let you know that I am a concealed carry license holder, and I do have a gun in my car. Bow, 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 bow! Murdered by the cop. And I'm like, oh, my God. That, 
That was messed up. It's a little messed up. I didn't even hear about that guy. That was like, he's not one of the martyrs, one of the pantheon of, of. No, it's, it's a weird thing. You never, you don't hear his name. He's like the primary also, one I point to, though. There's the, uh, there's also the uh, African American woman who was gunned down in her uh, her car in D.C. when uh, she was she's like a dental hygienist or something. And she thought she was hearing radio wave transmissions from Barack Obama. She's led uh, <laughs> led the police or someone on a high speed chase through D.C. This is back in like 2012 or 2013. She crashed. And then they gunned her down in her car. Yeah. They wouldn't, she wouldn't get out, and they gunned her down. And her baby was in there. Yeah, they were in the they-could-be-murdered zone. She might have made some furtive movements inside you know, her here, car. I don't, even, yeah, I don't even remember what her name was. I mean, I, I would have to look it up. But, I mean, that's one of, the, one of those things that it's just like a, you don't, you don't hear her as one of the, what did you call it, Pantheon? Yeah. One of these martyred saints. Yeah. That you might it's, hear uh, it's weird. Little George Floyd, Mike Brown. What was the guy in uh, New York? The chokehold guy? Eric Gardner. As well. Eric, yeah. The new guy, Blake. Blake, last name. Mm -hmm. Those guys, they're the pantheon, the martyred saints of this movement. Yeah. Who? I think you're being. Uh, what? I think you're being a little bit snarky calling them saints, but uh. Oh, I, just I don't think know. I remember a handful of articles. Dude, there's a handful of stuff out there that talks about. Uh, someone so was killed for the benefit of the whole world or something weird. Yeah, they're yeah, saying George Floyd was the new Jesus or whatever. He died for us. Really weird. Yeah, I didn't quite get that uh, out of that whole George Most Floyd. Blasphemous. Maybe a little bit. Ah, uh, but you know. <laughs> what are you going to do, man? I'll tell you what I want to do. <laughs> I had the same response to everything. Hey, they're certain. They're <laughs> everything I see in the world is this guy had to apparently a thing that happened called Lego Gate. <laughs> Stop me. Oh, no. I, I, okay, go ahead. I don't. Donald, it has to do with who built a Lego thing, Donald right? Trump's grandkid, apparently. Made some Lego thing, or didn't. And that was the big thing. They said that he made this Lego White House. Oh, he's only three. He couldn't have did it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why are we talking about this? Who cares? He's just... It's like those people on Twitter. It's like, my three-year-old came up to me and said, why are we destroying the planet? My future's in danger. We should do things yeah, to help. Those are all lies. Like, oh. Those are all lies. Didn't happen. <laughs> no, it's, it's all fake. True. 
No, they'll come up and be like, I pooped or something. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> you know, I want to watch this show. Or can you read me this book? It's nothing like, <laughs> you'll get the, all, the, the odd and end of, uh, you know, kids say the darndest things type deal. But it's never like, I really think that uh, our president is a fascist. <laughs> it's all garbage. I can't believe President Trump's doing this horrible thing to, to those children on the borders. We should do something to help them, Mommy. I'm, yeah. I'm oh, excuse me, Dad. I'm Dad, I think he is violating the Hatch Act. <laughs> I'm 28 <laughs> months <laughs> old. <laughs> Dear Father, I think that they're trying to children horse us. <laughs> Uh, well, this guy, he saw this nonsense, and he said, Lego Gate is trending. It's about some kid not building a model of the White House. People actually care about this. I'm going to bash my skull in. <laughs> and I said, oh, I relate to this. <laughs> Sometimes I'd like it on the end, too. But it's never going to. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's, Just can't that's convince the wife to murder me. All this nonsense keeps <laughs> happening to my life. But <laughs> <sighs> oh, one day. Lego gate. Oh my gosh, I can't believe people. Just like last time. There's stuff going on. There's stuff going on in the world. And we're talking about this nonsense. And I only bring it up to say that the fact that it is such a hot topic makes me want to dig a hole and bury myself in it until the world's <laughs> changed. <laughs> but that's the trouble. That's like that movie with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, my lucky stars. <laughs> Blast from the past. I think I saw that in theaters. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> what a strange film. <laughs> it's good. I I liked it a little. Oh, that's the thing about the world, Adam. You can't just sit in your bunker for thirty years or whatever and then come out. But, like they say, only thing that evil needs to succeed is for good men to stand by and do nothing. Unless standing by and doing nothing isn't opposing violent rioters and looters, because that's not supposed to happen, because you have to let them do the thing they're doing, and opposing them actually is wrong, because who's to say that them violating the law and burning people's homes and businesses isn't a rational expression of right. their frustration and anger. It's important, Zachary, that you're that you're not on the wrong side of history. You need to be on the right side of history. Uh, Whatever you <laughs> defined in my terms. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm starting to think that the right side of history. Uh... <laughs> no, I won't say it. Right side of history. <laughs> being a responsible individual. Taking care of yourself and your family, doing the things you can do to improve your community, 
That's all you can ask for yourself or anybody else. You sound like an extremist, actually. Probably so. Nowadays, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not anti enough. Anyway, so <laughs> we had a bit heavy episode for you folks tonight, but I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. Smash like, informative, subscribe. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Conveniently uh, located Twitter the, handles located on your screen. Hit the bell button on YouTube so you get the notifications when our videos pop up, when we're streaming. Oh, yeah. Whenever we, we go streaming. live at 9 o'clock every Friday, how could yeah. you forget? Or, or maybe at other times. Who you knows? I would like to put together some clips, uh, like clip different things and do that. I'm trying to talk Allison into being our video editor doing that for us. But she hasn't uh, really sunk her teeth in on it yet. She's like, I don't know how to do video editing. I'm like, yeah, me either. I'll figure that out. <laughs> but that's our show for tonight, folks. And if you want to... Uh, Comment down below uh, on our new stage names. That'd be wonderful. Also, I heard some criticisms that our intro theme might be too long, but gosh darn it, I love it so dang much, I don't care. I'd make it five minutes if it had to be. But <laughs> if you think that it ought to be trimmed down or a different song might be selected, uh, feel free to suggest a new song. It has to be public domain because we don't have any money. <laughs> We don't have anybody, man. Ugh. I mean, unless you want to start giving us money. I'll have to get my Patreon set up or whatever. Ugh. Yeah, we can contact ASCAP or BMI and see how long they're going to, how much they would charge us for, like, Master of Puppets or something. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what, what was Wait, can song? I not? I, I can't say that, can I? You can say it. You just start oh, okay. playing the song. I wanted to use uh, Symphony of Destruction. Uh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I don't know if Dave Mustaine would have licensed it to the Trigger Media Podcast, though. <laughs> yeah, those rock and roll guys, you got to watch out for them. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to listen to that as soon as this gets over. Anyway, folks, that's our show for the night. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we will see you next week. Same time, same channel. Take care. Don't get Trojan horsed. <laughs>